This is the typically obnoxious Philip Michaels filling in for the unfunny Chris Breen. This is Macworld Pundit Showdown. Yes, it's that time again when we dispense with our normal podcast format to do a, a little ripoff of a show called Fighting Talk that's on BBC Five Radio. We uh, gather the, the best and the brightest of the tech world and have them compete for points about talking about the news of the day. Let us meet our panelists. Our first panelist is a return visitor to the Macworld Pundit Showdown and is a is a two-time loser trying to trying to get off the schneid trying to uh, trying to to break that losing streak it's Roman Loyola Yeah this is my third appearance so it will be either be uh, third time the charm or three strikes and I'm out Oh, well, we'll keep having you back. We'll, we'll... <laughs> Great. So go for that hat trick. I'll but... be the Charles Nelson Riley of the pundit shot. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Older reference lost on younger listeners. <laughs> um, uh, Roman, you are our only Macworld representative today. You you are not only trying to get off the schneid, you are you are here to uh, to uphold the honor of representing Macworld against these these outsiders, these interlopers. Just being in the same room with them makes my makes my flesh crawl. Let's meet our other guests. Um, our next uh, our next guest needs no introduction because he is a last second fill in for someone who who ducked out. And when you're ducking Roman Loyola in the MacWorld Pundit Showdown, you really you really have issues. Uh, he is an assistant editor at uh, PC World. Uh, please welcome Nick uh, Nick Mediati. I was kind of hoping you'd have like the uh, the Evil Empire uh, music from uh, Star Wars. Well, we can do that too. <laughs> From the from PC world, <laughs> he's fearsome. Nick, welcome. Nice to have you. Thanks Thank for, you. Thanks for filling in. Finally, our next guest is a MacWorld outsider now, but he he started out at MacWorld long ago, and now he's come crawling back on his knees as all people do. Now that he's had his lifetime of. of successful freelance writing and being a published book author and getting that contributing editor gig at Wired. He's back. It's Matt Honan. Bicycle, bicycle, Oh, perfect. I was wondering what the music would be. Thank you. It's such a thrill to be back here at the typically obnoxious Phil Michaels. I can't tell you. Well, and we're happy to have you. I'll make you... Would you, would you like to plug your book? Uh, absolutely. I would love to plug my book, which is called Barack Obama is Your New Bicycle, and it's available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and the discount bin at your local bookstore. I'm sure that it is. It's as timeless as today's headlines. And we're going to take a point off you right away for uh, for shamelessly plugging your own work. Um, and that leads me into reminding everyone how the scoring works here on the Macworld Pundit Showdown. Uh, you get one point if you make a, if you make a good point. Two points for a great point. Cool. And three points. Sounds like that. That's an excellent point. And if you uh, shamelessly plug Matt's book, you lose a point. So let's get things started here. Our first question is all about this. Yo, Taylor, I, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. So Kanye West is in the news lately. He interrupted Taylor Swift's acceptance speech at MTV's Video Music Awards. I'm going to ask the panelists to pull a Kanye 
and make like you're interrupting Steve Jobs' September 9th iPod music event. Roman, uh, let's let's show these newcomers how it's done, and, and let's turn the floor over to Steve Jobs. So, new iTunes 9, new iPod lineup for the holidays. Feel free to interrupt really at any time. Yo, 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 Stevie J, I'm, I'm really happy for you, but, uh, but I'll let you finish. But Beyonce has one of the best livers of all time. Boom. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to take No, oh, I'm, I'm hitting the wrong buttons. I'm so shocked by that. No, no, let's, let's lose some points there. One point on, on that one, okay. score, mysterious scorekeeper. That's, um, that's interesting, Roman. It's been a pleasure working with you. Um, Nick, let's, let's uh, see what you can do on this question. Uh, okay. Steve, do you want to get us started? So today we're introducing something really great. And that's iTunes 9, the next major... Steve, I'm really happy for you, but, but Windows Media Player 1 was the best jukebox ever. <laughs> okay, that deserves another one. That's, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Finally, uh, Matt, why don't you uh, finish us off here? iPod plus iTunes. Yo, Steve, I'm, I'm really happy for you, and I'm going to let you finish. But Joe Biden's hair plugs are the greatest transplant of all time. Oh, Two people went for the transplant jokes. Always, um, always a comedy, comedy gold when we talk transplants here. Let's move on. The uh, September 9th event previously mentioned was highlighted not by transplants, but by the new iPod Nanos, which now feature a built-in video camera, a pedometer, and an FM radio. What random feature should Apple add to the next version of the iPod Nano? Matt? Auto-tune. Everything auto-tune. Very good. I should be able to auto-tune all my songs. Okay. Uh, Roman? Uh, kind of throw in a walkie-talkie. So sure, it would only have a range of 200 feet, but it can make up for the lack of any other communications that you can do on the Nano. Maybe, so. tie, maybe tie some string to the, uh, to the right. iPod Nano and, <laughs> and, and talk into it that way. Nick? Well, I think the voiceover feature is really great, but I think it needs to come in low-cap. Everyone did very well on that one. Let's go on to the uh, the next question. Uh, many people at that same event expected cameras to be added to the iPod Touch. They were not. Where did Apple miss the boat with any of the announcements at its music event? Doesn't have to be the iPod Touch. Could be anything. Nick, let's uh, go back to you. Well, they missed the boat on supporting Og Vorbis. Vorbis. Hmm. Why, why, why should they have uh, added support for that? Because then they'll get all the Linux fanboys on their side. So. Okay, well, sure. you got to have the Linux people on your side. Roman? Uh, I think Apple missed the boat by not pushing the iPod Touch as an alternative to a netbook. And I think they went a little too overboard with all the games. But, but uh, uh, I, I, I'm going to let you finish. But um, okay. uh, di didn't they kind of do that with the, the slides of uh, someone trying to put a netbook in their pocket and and... And during Phil Schiller's presentation, yeah, I, 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 I can understand if you tuned out. But. Yeah, I think they kind of needed to do that a little more, okay. especially with the, with the Christmas season coming Fair. up. But I know it's either games or the netbook, and I think I think they kind of missed a boat on that one. Okay, how about you, Matt? Well, I, I was really I was really disappointed there wasn't uh, a Beatles on iTunes announcement, and uh, in particular. I don't know. I think it was covered under Apple Records, but I was especially hoping to hear Yoko Ono's 1985 masterpiece, Star Piece, was going to be available on iTunes. No, points off for Yoko Ono. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no live event uh, should 
should should have Yoko. I think that's what's holding it up. Actually, she's insisting on performing. Let's uh, let's check the scoreboard. Early on, Matt Honan is um, is not off to a, a great start. At least you have the, the the career as a published author to fall back on. You've got one point. Roman has three points, and the newcomer Nick far in advance, far in the lead with five. Let's go on to our next question. With the iPod Shuffle remaining unchanged, we have to ask, why does Apple hate buttons? Roman? Well, Apple calls it simplification, but I think what buttons imply is that you have control. And we all know that Apple doesn't like to give up control. So I think that's a subconscious way of Apple telling you that they are in control of their products. Yep. Loads of points there for Roman. Nick? Why does Apple hate buttons? Well, sometimes I wonder if Steve Jobs was uh, traumatized by a mainframe or something when he was younger. Um, so, fewer buttons, the better. One button, good. No buttons, better. I will go exactly. to we'll go to you, Matt Honan. Uh, I, I'd like to take the contrary point of view. I think they do actually like buttons. Okay. They just like the right kind of buttons. Um, I've heard Steve Jobs Boom. loves peyote buttons. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, the um, the lesson I think we're learning from Matt's appearance here on the we're, back. We're, we're learning two lessons from Matt's appearance. One, not being actually employed by IDG publications is a very liberating thing. <laughs> and number two, no one to quit with your responses. Sorry, no one to quit. So let's uh, wrap up all our questions about the it's only rock and roll event uh, with the golden envelope question um, uh, and how how the event wrapped up itself. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mysterious Hand, ringing the bell to let me know that it's the next question. The, uh, the event wrapped up with Nora Jones. She was the latest recording star to wrap up the Apple keynote. I would like to know who was the worst musical choice to ever close out an Apple event, whether it was a press event or Macworld Expo. Match my answer, and you'll get five extra points. So let's, let's, let's see if Matt has learned his valuable lesson about how to respond. I'm just going to leave it with Sarah McLaughlin. I'll give you a point there. Uh, uh, Nick? Um, this guy would win the award for best and worst, Randy Newman. Boom. It was a very awkward, uh, yeah, awkward like... moment at the, at the um, I, I forget which event that was, one of the iPod events, I'm, I'm pretty sure, where Randy Newman sang, and that's enjoyable. He sings what he sees, but uh, then, then he just kept talking. Yeah. Yeah. Roman. Take, take us home here. Uh, I'm going to say Tony Bennett, and it wasn't because Tony Bennett's performance was horrible, because he was quite charming and he was very good. It was what the purpose of him bringing him out was, because Tony Bennett performed during the last expo for Apple, and they kind of brought him out as kind of this, oh, you know, it's, a, it's sort of an ode to San Francisco, an ode to Macworld Expo. And you know, you know that Apple could care less about attending Expo. So it was sort of this insincere uh, ode to Macworld Expo when they, when they brought out Tony Bennett. Roman, I'm going to let you finish, but before that, I just want to say that John Mayer was the worst musical performance in the history of an Apple event. All right, I, I'm out. Jason, out. I, I have lost utter control of this podcast. People are just jumping in. We've... 
Ten points for Jason. Yes, well, um, actually, uh, well, you should say that, Nick. John Mayer was the golden envelope question. I would have also accepted the other John Mayer performance <laughs> since uh, Apple had him back twice. So let's move on to the next question, now totally unrelated to the iPod Music event. Mad Men just won the Emmy for Best Drama. See, our questions are as relevant as today's headlines. Uh, if you were one of Don Draper's ad wizards, what slogan would you come up with to sell Microsoft Zune HD to a nation of satisfied uh, iPod users? Let's go to Nick, since he's the since he's the PC World emissary. Okay. I don't know if I have a slogan per se, but I think I would bring back uh, that uh, little Kylie girl. And, you know, like in the Windows 7 commercial, she talked about all the happy words from all the reviews. So, uh, yeah, that's that's bring what back, I would... Bring back the children. The children are our future. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Matt, how would you uh, sell the Zoom HD? I would sell it as... Uh, I would sell it as, as if you're very lonely, it might entice someone to come up and talk to you. Boom. Very nice. What would they say when they came up and talked to you? Why, why do you have a Zoom Why do you HD? have a Zoom? Yeah, yeah, okay. Another point there for Matt for finishing the joke for me. Uh, Roman. Uh, well, you can't focus on actual functionality because the iPhone wins. So the focus should be on the frivolous, or at least it's frivolous to me. And you hype up the Zoom originals, which lets you personalize the Zoom's colors, and you can even do an etching on the back. And so the slogan could be, why be an iPhone-y, express your inner Zune? Ah, Boom. That's you know, nice. that's, that's, that you, you have a career in this. I, I, if I can offer an alternate to that, hey, look, we have Brown. Okay, that's a point for that. <laughs> let's, uh, let's check the scores here. Matt Honan is, is trying to rally back he, out of the hole that he, he dug for himself. He's in uh, third place now with six points. Nick has fallen back to the pack with ten. Roman racing out to the lead. Looking good for you, Roman. Representing. Looking good. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make any bold predictions here, but I, I got a good feeling about where you're headed. We're at the halfway mark, my friend. All right. And you're, you're out in front. It's all downhill from here. It usually is for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> our next question. Boy, boy the, 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 the reviewer who uh, at the iTunes store who posted the typically obnoxious comment about me, he's just going to have a field day with this episode. <laughs> I, hope he, I hope he turned off at the beginning. Well, next question. I was on vacation on the Oregon coast when Snow Leopard came out. What did I miss? Roman. I'm going to say that you missed nothing. And, you know, Snow Leopard has some nice features like improvements to expose and stacks and the services. And, you know, the OS is snappier. But there was nothing about Snow Leopard that would make you camp out at the Apple Store the night before. Very good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Nick, what did, what did I miss about Snow Leopard? I was, I was busy. You missed a few more gripes from... Uh... User interface uh, snobs who are annoyed with Apple's latest UI tweaks. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, the, the, the snobs will always be with us. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt, what did I miss? Uh, Nick sort of took my answer there, but basically you missed a, a, a lot of online kvetching about a lot of online kvetching about um, about things that had changed in Snow Leopard that weren't such a big deal. Okay. Fair enough. It sounds like I, I didn't miss anything. It sounds like I should go back to Oregon. And yet you hung on to your $30. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the new fall season. This is the next question. The new fall TV season is underway. If CBS were to do an all-tech version of Survivor, 
That would be the popular reality series, Survivor. Which executive would take home the prize? Uh, Matt. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Survivor, and everybody thinks it's like Richard Hatch is the winner, but it's not. It's usually somebody who's really smart. And I'm sure. going to say Evan Williams. Uh, the guy has, uh, you know, he dragged Blogger uh, through horrible, uh, mm-hmm. horrible problems with uh, bandwidth and managed to sell it to Google. After Apple ate his lunch when they uh, released iTunes and Odeo, you know, which is a podcasting app, podcasting management app, he was able to pluck Twitter out of that, and now he's uh, just all over the place. Uh, Evan Williams is my survivor. Very good, very good. Uh, Roman? Uh, I'm going to go with John Rubenstein, the CEO of Palm. He's kind of brought Palm back from the dead. And And a former Apple executive, we we, we hasten to add. And he's proven through some of uh, the pre's... Interactions with in iTunes and stuff that he can also be kind of crafty and clever. Very good, very good, Nick. Well, I think it's you know an obvious answer for me. It's going to be Steve Jobs. I mean, bring back Apple from the brink, uh, you know, ten years ago, and coming back from <laughs> coming back from liver transplant surgery. Mm-hmm. I'd say he's a survivor. Okay, uh, I, let's let's. Just go quickly around the table, and, and you can't lose points on this one, Matt. But uh, who would be first voted off the island in um, in tech industry survivor? Larry Ellison. Okay. Roman? Um, Steve Ballmer. Yeah. Nick? Kind of torn between Ballmer and uh, Jerry Yang. Okay, sure. Uh, Jerry Yang was, in effect, voted off the island, uh-huh. wasn't he? He was. <laughs> Is it too late to say Michael Arrington? Obviously not. Get you back in the game here, because we're we're coming down the home stretch, Matt, and I I I I, I don't want to spoil the ending, but it's been nice having you here. Mm. Uh, let's go on to our next question. Fall is in the air, and the leaves are turning brown. Which which tech product is likewise ready to be raked up and tossed in the trash or or set on fire? Can you burn leaves still? You can't burn leaves. That's very environmentally unfriendly. Which which one would you rake up and, and, and leave for the, the, the dustmen to take away? Uh, Roman. Uh, I'm going to go with the standard-sized HD camcorder. So a lot Boom. of these pocket camcorders from Kodak, and there's uh, Pure Digital's Flip. Uh, those cameras are becoming very popular, and... They're getting better over time, and I think they're going to overtake. You, you might see a dip in sales of standard HD camcorders this fall. Okay, very good. Nick? Well, I mean, fall is, you know, October 22nd is right around the corner, so I'd say Windows Vista. I'm sure plenty of people will be celebrating uh, that demise. And that, and, and that man's a PC World editor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Matt? Uh, I'm sad to say I think it's probably going to be the Mac Mini. It's uh, it's one of my favorite Boom. Apple products, um, and I, I I love my Mac Mini, but they haven't uh, they haven't upgraded it in a while now, and I just I would I don't think it's got much longer life. Right. A, v- a very minor update, I think what a year ago. Very yeah, minor, maybe it was and but ago. but nothing really it's substantial. So long ago they can't even remember. Yeah, yeah, for for a long time. There there's still a Mini. Hmm. Go 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 figure. Let's um, actually, before I get to the next question, let's uh, recap the scores. Roman, you could basically, at this point, just meet every uh, question with stony silence. I think you're going to be bound for the final with 20 points. Nick, right behind him with 18. Matt, you have some serious catching up to do with these last uh, last couple of questions. And let's uh, let's start off with you here. PC World recently ran its list of the top 10 blowhards of the web. Who's the blowhard you secretly love to read? 
Um, I'm going to say something maybe controversial here. I, I, it's John Gruber. Uh, I love Daring Fireball, but he can be kind of incivil or uncivil sometimes, and that uh, it rubs me the wrong way. But I read it every day. So props to John Gruber for rubbing Matt the wrong way. Uh, Nick. Well, despite the fact that I'm a PC World editor, um, you know, Paul Thoreau is always good comedy. Um, I mean, I saw he wrote a, a review on Snow Leopard and talked about, oh, Snow Leopard brings some, like, 64-bit. It's never had 64-bit. Uh, yes, it kind of has. They're just rolling it out more. Okay. So. Uh, how about you, Roman? The, oh. the the tech blowhard you, you, you secretly love to read. You'd never admit it except when... The microphone is put in front of you. It turns out that I tend to avoid the tech blowhards because they all kind of sound the same after a while. Mm -hmm. So I have a problem of, you know, filtering out who says what. But the one blowhard I really do enjoy is Charles Barkley. That guy just cracks me up. Not not technically speaking a tech blowhard. Right. But But he was the first blowhard that came to my mind. Okay. Well, there you go. Let's uh, let's finish it off with uh, a forward-looking question here. Apple has released the new iPods. It's rolled out Snow Leopard. What's the next big thing to come out of Cupertino? Let's uh, finish it off with uh, with Roman. Uh, I'm going to say the iPhone 4.0 software, which I guess is there, there hasn't actually been an official announcement, but I'm guessing next June they always do a software update in, in June, so I'm guessing that's going to be it. I, I know it's kind of trendy to say the tablet, but I'm going to guess that the tablet's not going to be ready by then. Nick, tell me what, what Apple has next for us. I mean, the tablet's in the pipeline, but I'd say actually the a MacBook refresh with a you know fairly significant price drop. That'd be a pretty big, uh, pretty big announcement for me. Sure, sure, and, and it, it seems about time to, yeah. to refresh the, the laptop lineup. All right, Matt. Well, no, uh, Knock it out of the park here. Can I mention my book? Um, well, gosh, uh, this is, again, a hopeful answer. Like I said, I love my Mac Mini, and I'm hoping that they don't kill it, but instead, in January, we'll see a significant update to it. I think we can give you that. That I think we'd all like to see a, a, a Mac Mini update, everyone sort of nodding their heads kind of vigorously. It's, it's unfortunate, though, Matt, a strong finish. If only you hadn't plugged the book twice, you, you might have tied, Nick. <laughs> instead, you, um, you finish uh, in last place with 17 points. Nick is in the finals with 20 and he will face off against Roman in Defend the Indefensible. As you know, we give you 20 seconds. You have to agree with whatever I say and defend it to the death. Roman, since uh, you were in first place heading into this, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. So Nick, when when I uh, when I say I in this question, because you're, you're new to this, when I say I, I mean you, and okay. so you're you're defending this position. Spare me your talk of Steve Jobs at press events. If you want to see a master showman in action, then make sure you're front row at Paul Odellini's next presentation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 15 seconds. Okay. Well, who doesn't love, you know, a guy in the suit up there talking about chips? I like chips. I enjoy chips with avocado dip, for example. I also enjoy uh, Core 7, Core i7 chips. They're really speedy. And, you know, I mean, what can, what kind of tech head would not enjoy? Awesome. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Roman. Yes. Are you ready? 
Uh, I'm ready. Okay. Oh for two. Oh sweet. Jesus. I don't want to put any pressure on you. All right, hold on. Okay, now I'm ready. Okay. Defend this. I've had it up to here with Snow Leopard. The second this podcast ends, I'm reinstalling Jaguar on my Mac. And that's because I really shouldn't be running Snow Leopard on a really old machine like I am right now. I mean, a PowerPC G3, it's not really made for Snow Leopard. Everything's going to run in Rosetta. I really should be using an older OS. I think, um, I think Roman, I'm happy to tell you, you're the champion of this week's oh, world. Uh, Thank you. You've defended your honor. Oh. You, you've brought honor to your tribe. Congratulations. Yes. I think I'm going to cry. Well, please don't. I'll, I'll, I'll strip you of your victory, though. I'd like to thank uh, everyone for uh, for uh, showing up today. Uh, Nick, thank, thank you, you. For, for, for filling in. And uh, Matt, it's always good to see you. You can you can plug your book. You got any other books to plug? Just the one. Sorry. Just the one. Uh, Barack Obama is my new bicycle. There you go. Pick it up now. Make Matt happy. And uh, Roman, as always, a pleasure to see you. you. And I'm Philip Michaels. This has been the Macworld Pundit Showdown podcast. Chris Breen will be back in two weeks with a uh, with a regular podcast in which there will be a lot fewer sound effects, I'm guessing. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>